Hi, folks, and welcome to Weber's Whipping Post. I just got back from a short stint in Las Vegas, so I'm a little late getting out the whip today. I probably should start by flagging myself for sitting there throwing good money after bad as that damn dealer from hell turned over seven face cards in a row. Oh, and playing some more horrific golf. But having said that, I was with some of my best friends, and we all had a great time. It's time for some floggings. This week, we will look at billions of dollars, billionaires, and their philanthropy. The Powerball lottery was recently won just before reaching a billion dollars again. I think it was around $750 million this time. Who knows? Maybe you won it by the time you hear this, in which case you probably won't hear this. At the risk of being Captain Obvious, a billion dollars is a lot of dough to anyone. Well, except our damn politicians, that is. They don't mess with paltry billions. Hell no. They're spending trillions of dollars, albeit other people's money. To spend a billion bucks in a year, you have to buy goods or services totaling $2,739,726 every day. And approximately $165,000 of that daily spend would go to the government in sales taxes. If you were just spending $5,000 per day, it would take almost 548 years to spend it all. Stacking a billion $1 bills would measure almost 68 miles high and weigh around 20,000 pounds. Who figures this shit out? To save a billion dollars in a 40-year working lifespan would require a savings of $25 million a year. For the record, I figured that out. So, in reviewing the world's billionaire list, I found it fascinating, but the wife didn't so much. Does this expose a flaw in my soul? Currently, Francis Bernard Arnault is the world's richest person with $232 billion, all from cosmetics, fashion, and jewelry. Women may want to remember that the next time they plunk down a couple of grand for an ugly Louis Vuitton satchel. Yes, I said a couple of grand for a purse. I had no idea until the wife told me. Arnold made an additional $5.4 billion the day I started writing this commentary, February the 3rd. Next on the list comes Elon Musk at $188 billion. The owner of Tesla, SpaceX, and Twitter also made $5 billion the same day as Arnold. Consider in one day he made the same amount as it would take someone making hundred grand a year for 50,000 years. Amazon's Jeff Bezos rounds off the top three with $131 billion, but he lost $5.2 billion on the third. How the hell does anyone lose $5 billion in one day? It just seems impossible. His ex-wife, Mackenzie Scott, also lost $1.4 billion the same day. Jeff will probably be hearing from her lawyer soon. There are seven different Walton family members in the Billionaires Club. That's of Walmart fame. How many more Waltons are just plain millionaires? If I was a Walton, I'd be pissed if I wasn't at least a multimillionaire. This is mind-blowing, folks. There are also four billionaire members of the Mars family, and they're all women. 
I've contributed greatly to their wealth. Anytime I'm having a bad golf game, I reward myself with a Snickers. Suffice to say, I eat a lot of damn Snickers. There are four billionaire Christian family members one should know about as well. The next time you step on a Lego, instead of taking the Lord's name in vain, yell something like, darn those Christians. And when stopping for breakfast at Krispy Kreme, know that four Ryman family members are also gazillionaires from shoving donuts in your pie hole. Later, while you're waiting those ridiculously long lines at Chick-fil-A for lunch, consider that the Catholic family, all three of them, are gazillionaires too. Sorry, I just don't understand the popularity of Chick-fil-A, folks. I was there once and thought my sandwich was just so-so. There are numerous billionaires who purchase a pro sports franchise. It's like a boyhood dream to them. They get to run the teams, sit in the best seats, and get a schmucks to pay for their lavish stadiums and tax schemes, courtesy of their favorite bought politician. I finally found a trucker on the billionaire's list at number 591. John L. Hunt, widow of founder J.B. Hunt of J.B. Hunt Transport. You see their trucks, they're everywhere. Jerry Moyes of Swift is number 1,918 on the list. He made the list when he sold his company in the night transportation. Jerry and John L. are the only two billionaire truckers, indicating I might have toiled too many decades in the wrong damn industry. Forbes reports the top 25 philanthropists in America are worth an estimated $1.1 trillion. That should get the politicians' interest. So far, the 25 largest philanthropists have given away $169 billion. Warren Buffett has given away $461 billion himself. Mackenzie Scott, Jeff Bezos' ex-wife, has given away $8.6 billion to nearly a 1,000 different organizations. It's said she is giving away her fortune faster than anyone. The American capitalism-hating billionaire, which is an oxymoronic phrase, George Soros has given to charity, supposedly, over $18 billion. I could not find if that amount includes left-wing causes. He's also given another $32 billion funding the Open Society Foundation, promoting worldwide authoritarianism, a form of government sponsoring stringent obedience to authority at the expense of your personal freedom. Perhaps America would be better off had the non-observant Jew been conscripted by the Nazis when Germany sacked Hungary. Now, in sharp contrast comes Chuck Feeney. He's not on the list, but he deserves special mention. At one time, the 91-year-old Feeney was worth $8 billion as co-founder of Duty Free Shoppers. He was also the founder of the Atlantic Philanthropies. It was one of the largest private charitable foundations in the world. He was personally a miserly man, and he quietly gave away almost his entire fortune and is worth less than $2 million today. Buffett said of Feeney, he's a good hero to have. And now the floggings will continue on some other subjects. I'm recording this on Sunday the 12th before the Super Bowl. Today is the birthday of one of our greatest presidents ever. Of course, I'm talking about Abraham Lincoln. It's also the birthday of one of my old-time great buddies, Mark Matthew. Happy birthday, Mark. 66 lashes to you, my friend.
After traveling across the country for eight days and over 4,000 miles, collecting God only knows what information on us, Biden finally got around to ordering the military to shoot that Chinese balloon just off the coast of South Carolina. Why the hell it wasn't shot down about 50 miles west of Alaska is anybody's guess, but probably another example of Biden being compromised by China. There's no reason China should be able to send anything into our airspace. But I'll be damned if they didn't do it again Friday and again Sunday. The Pentagon announced that a high-altitude airborne object was shot down Friday afternoon northeast of Alaska and the second one over Canada. Friday's was the size of a car and flew at 40,000 feet. Don't mention who they belong to, but you know those bastards in China did it since they have Biden in the back. And Washington won't tell us the truth. After the balloon China lobbed over, the left and mainstream media ignorantly made the claim China sent balloons over during Trump's tenure, too. Bullshit. Had one object came over our country that did not belong, Trump would have shot it out of the air immediately before he had a chance to collect one ounce of information. Once again, we're getting lied to, folks. What's next? China going to lob over a nuke? It will be hard for the press to lie or ignore on that one. Did you see where Liz Peek of the New York Post, probably the most credible newspaper in the country, is predicting Jill Biden, bonehead Biden's wife, who is not a doctor, runs for president in 2024? Oh, great. Maybe she can put Michelle Obama on her ticket, too. Dems can pony up the first all-female ticket for president. Maybe after that, the country will be at the first, and the media won't have to waste any more time filling our heads with who the first of anything is done. You know, folks, America is increasingly becoming a woke and socialist country, and it's scaring the hell out of not only me, but the rest of the free world. They've seen that system of government, and they don't like it. They're wondering why the hell we're thinking of traveling down a road towards socialism or a new world order. Contrary to what the media tells you, folks, there is not a global warming crisis. Mother Earth is just doing her thing. Global warming alarmists like that blowhard Al Gore are just making money obscuring people. Additionally, this country is not racist or homophobic. There are people in this country who are racist, and there are others that are homophobic. But nobody can paint the entire country with one damn swipe of the brush because there are a few outliers. By the time you hear this, there will be a new Super Bowl winner. If it's the Chiefs, I'm going to be $115 richer, allowing me to get a few dollars back from my Vegas trip. I'm just glad all the hype will finally be over. And for the record, I have no intention of watching their halftime show. It now appears Pennsylvania Senator John Fetterman is every bit as incapacitated from his stroke as we thought, actually we knew, despite the media's efforts to drag him across the finish line. Recall, he was the big guy who had to wear hoodies all the time to hide the bulge in his neck, apparently caused by the stroke. The gym shorts were apparently his idea. I guess he's in the hospital now. Between him, California's Diane Feinstein, and the current occupant in the Oval Office, Bonehead Biden, we have a trio of mentally challenged individuals who can't coherently talk at the top of the governmental food chain. All Democrats, too. Go figure. I saw where Bill Maher had his panties in a wad over Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene and other Republicans for deriding bonehead Biden during his State of the Union address. While the State of the Union might deserve a better sense of decorum than young liar, 
as many times as Bonehead lied, something needed to be said to at least slow the brain out of President's mistruths. Perhaps Biden thought he was telling the truth, and really is that delusional. But to stand there and tell the world the Republicans want to dismantle Social Security and Medicare was a damn lie, and is only meant as a future Democrat battle cry to spread more disinformation among uninformed people. It's similar to their constant mantra of the rich don't pay enough taxes. Well, folks, that's enough vloggings for this week. Thanks and ladies for tuning in. I hope you will listen next week as well.